Do you ever look at someone and think, they just seem so sure of their place in the world and I wish I could be like that? Or do you ever find yourself drawn to someone's presence because they present themselves so confidently? Then you're going to want to keep listening to this podcast because I'm going to be talking about what you need to stop doing so that you can have more confidence. Hello there, my name is Shania, and my mission is to empower side hustlers to leverage the power of video so they can attract clients and build a super profitable business. Every week, we'll talk about building your confidence, incorporating video marketing into your business, and overall business strategy tips to help you in every single area of your entrepreneurial journey. Growing up, I never really wanted an office job. I just didn't like the idea of being told what to do, having to put my creativity in a box, or contributing to a large corporation's wealth instead of making money for myself. I started making quirky YouTube videos that were just meant to be a fun hobby, but after a couple of years, I attracted over 120,000 views and a loyal following. As I moved within the corporate world from marketing job to marketing job, I discovered just how powerful video marketing is to any business. I dove headfirst into starting a side hustle because I saw that a lot of entrepreneurs and coaches were scared or uncomfortable being in front of the camera and as a result, they had hit a wall in their business and weren't connecting or engaging with their audience properly. So if you're an ambitious side hustler who's ready to blow up their business and create a profitable business using video, sit back and tune into this episode of The Confidence Creators. Ready? Let's go. As coaches and entrepreneurs, I find that there's a little bit of a misconception on what it is that we're actually selling. And I'm not really talking about your actual offer. I'm talking about the fact that you're selling a transformation or you're selling your personality or you're selling these people this ideal version of themselves. And so it's really important that you come across confident because if you're not confident in what you have to say or you're not confident in what it is that you offer, then these people who are looking up to you, they're not going to believe that you can sell them a transformation and they're not going to believe that you can turn them into the person that they want to be. And for people who are brand, brand, brand new to building their business and entering this online space for the first time, a big thing that these people are missing is the confidence in themselves and the confidence that they can build this business. Mindset is everything when it comes to building your business because that can be the thing that makes or breaks your ability to push through the hard times and push through the challenges and really try to succeed in building this profitable business. So if you're trying to sell people this transformation and you're trying to show to them that you've done the work and you've gone from where they are now to becoming this profitable business or this person of authority in their market, then you're going to want to come off as a confident person. Because if people don't see you as confident and they don't see you as that voice of authority, then they're not going to feel comfortable purchasing your services because they might think that you're not going to be able to get them to where they want to be. So if you guys are ready to learn what it is that you need to stop doing so you can have this confidence and attract more clients, then let's get right into it. The first thing is that you need to stop comparing someone else's step five to your step one. As online coaches, or even as someone who has access to social media, it can be really hard not to do this because we're constantly surrounding ourselves and following people who we look up to and people who have really made a name for themselves in the market that we work in. And it can be very easy to compare yourself to the people you follow and forget that they've probably spent years 
trying to build their business, trying to create this following, but all you're seeing right now is where they're at currently. You didn't see the steps one to four that it took them to get to where they are now. And so there's really, it's kind of like comparing apples and oranges if we go all the way back to math class. They're just so different that you can't possibly compare where you are now to where somebody else is on their business journey. Just because someone is steps ahead of you, it doesn't mean that they weren't in the exact position that you find yourself right now. Everybody starts with zero followers. And for a lot of coaches, a lot of us start with zero clients. And when you're just sitting there scrolling through Instagram, comparing yourself to the person who's talking about how they've just hit a 10K month in their first six months of their business or whatever, then you're probably not gonna feel very good about yourself, especially if you've maybe been doing your business for longer than six months. You're going to feel down on yourself and maybe you're even feeling a little bit dumb for thinking that you could succeed in this business or maybe you think that there's something you did wrong if you're not achieving the same kind of results that they are or maybe you're just kind of on the fence on whether you want to continue with this journey or not. Whatever it is, you need to remember that you don't know the behind the scenes of how this person built their business. Maybe the algorithm just favored their posts a little bit more and so they got more eyeballs on their content. Or maybe they had some support from an outside party or from someone influential within the community. You just don't know what it is that got them to where they are today. And maybe if there's one person whose content is constantly popping up on your feed and it triggers you and gets you feeling all these negative emotions, maybe we mute them. Maybe we try to take control of the situation and remove ourselves from feeling those negative feelings. Because yes, while the online coaching space is a very supportive community and everyone is just trying to grow their business and to support those around them, it's also not going to do you any good if you're seeing someone who isn't making you feel very good about yourself. The second thing you need to stop doing is listening to your inner critic. Now, I have probably said this a million times, but 99% of the work of being a CEO and creating your own business is working on overcoming your limiting beliefs. Your mindset is everything in business, and it can be the factor that determines if you push yourself to achieve your goals and go for things that seem really far out of your reach, or the thing that holds you back from growing as a person and growing as a business. Every time you hear that inner critic, you really just want to question every negative thought that you're having and ask yourself, why am I having this? What purpose is this bringing to my life? Some of my most common negative thoughts are things like, I'll never be able to go full-time with my business, or I don't know if I can find success with this. And whenever I think those thoughts, I always feel very down on myself and it doesn't really make me want to put in the work to prove myself wrong. I'm giving these thoughts the power to dictate my life and the power to hold me back from going for things that I really want. I had the idea to start an online coaching business six months before I actually decided to launch it because I was too busy listening to my inner critic and letting it tell me not to go for it. And so when you also give that kind of power to your inner voice, you're never going to feel like you're in control of your life or your business because you're too busy giving this inner critic the ability to make the decisions for you. 
I wonder all the time what my business would look like now if I had decided to start right away and what kind of goals I would have been able to achieve. If you want to step into that role of being the CEO, then you need to fire this inner critic because in your business, there's no room for people with that kind of negativity. You do not need that in your life. Next, you need to stop asking for reassurance and you need to realize that you're the CEO of your business you're the one who makes the decisions, you're the one who calls the shots. Because when you're looking to your friends or your family for advice, or even if you're asking people who aren't working in the same industry or same space as you, then are you really acting like a CEO or are you acting like another employee? It's almost like you're asking for their permission to make this decision for your own business. I'm guilty of looking for reassurance in two very different ways. The first one being that I always ask my friends and my family for their advice or for ideas on things to post, but the reality is, is that they don't know what it takes to build an online business and they're not my ideal client. I need to remember that their opinions and advice won't help me sign clients. And I don't go to my dad with my ideas on software that he can program for his business. And so in the same way, I really shouldn't be listening to people's opinions who don't understand what my core business values are or even who my ideal client is. The second way I look for reassurance is I always ask my coach or my mentor for guidance on everything. I'm always asking for her opinion on things that I've written, whether it's the description for this podcast or whether it's outlining the transformation page for my one-on-one -on -one coaching program. But I need to remember that this is my business and not hers, and she won't be able to hold my hand forever. Yes, she's coaching and mentoring me into how to make this a profitable business, but at the end of the day, I'm the one who needs to do all of the work because I'm the CEO and this business was my idea. So if you really want to step into that role of being a CEO, then you have to start making those executive decisions for yourself and stop looking for other people to tell you that it's a great idea or to give their opinions on how to make it a great idea. If you don't even have the confidence to make simple decisions like how to phrase something in your caption, then people aren't going to be comfortable in looking to you as the expert and they're not going to want to buy from you. When you're worried or afraid, then nothing could be more natural than wanting that reassurance that everything is going to be okay in the end. And the same thing in running an online business. When we feel uncertain or undecided on a decision that we have to make, then we normally ask for reassurance from our mentors or our coaches or from similar people in the field. And then we temporarily feel relieved of that uncertainty and that anxiety. Getting that reassurance is a great way of alleviating that emotional pain and doubt in the short term, but it's really just a band-aid that's treating the symptoms and not getting to the root cause. In that moment and for that decision, then you feel reassured that you made the right choice, but then when you have to make a decision again some other time in your business, then that worry and that fear and that uncertainty is all just gonna come back stronger than ever. And maybe this stems from perfectionism, but I find that a lot of the times I feel this uncertainty because I don't know what the outcome is going to be like and I don't wanna make a mistake and fail. But just because something is scary and unknown, it doesn't mean that it's a bad decision or that it's going to ruin us. If you wanna be more confident, then you have to start training your brain to believe that feeling this uncertainty and this discomfort is not dangerous, but it's actually something that you can handle on your own and without the reassurance of others.
See how this all ties- But going back to our mindset. But your brain's never going to believe- But your brain's never going to believe that you can handle decisions on your own if you're constantly running back to some other person to get reassurance. And so do you kind of see how again and again our mindset is playing a significant role in building our confidence and in building our business? It's also really important that you stop dwelling on your mistakes. Constantly revisiting your mistakes is probably going to achieve nothing other than bringing you down and making you feel dumb. Sometimes I think that if we are constantly going over the mistakes we made and the actions that led up to making that mistake, sometimes we convince ourselves that we're kind of doing a sports recap and we're trying to figure out what play caused which and putting all the pieces together so that we can figure out how to never make that same mistake again. But in reality, I think it's just a way for us to punish ourselves by constantly bringing up the past and thinking about all of the things that we did wrong. When you're creating your own business and entering the entrepreneurial space for the first time, you need to understand that mistakes are inevitable because you're doing something new and nobody wakes up overnight and can immediately do 3,000 new skills. Learning new skills takes practice. And often as entrepreneurs, we're trying to do hundreds of different roles all at the same time when in reality, maybe we're good at maybe two things. And so even though dwelling on our mistakes can really affect our confidence in the long run, in the short term, we're trying to be proactive because we think that we are learning from our mistakes and learning what not to do next time. And so it can be really hard to stop dwelling on your mistakes, but we need to understand that when mistakes have been made, we can't actually change them. Throughout life, we're going to make thousands of mistakes and sometimes we might even repeat the same ones. But we need to give ourselves permission to learn from these opportunities instead of keeping ourselves as a prisoner of the past. There's really not a whole lot we can do about it and dwelling on our mistakes it doesn't really bring us any good in the end. The only way we can learn from our mistakes is by making mistakes, really. Anticipating mistakes and keeping an open mind to how you can learn from it will help you feel confident because you'll be ready for it instead of being caught off guard. Next, you need to stop expecting so much out of yourself. When we focus on everything that we're not and all of the areas that we're lacking in, it doesn't feel good. When you set the expectations so high for yourself and then you don't meet them, you're giving more power to that inner critic that's telling you that you're not good enough. And not only are you going to give more power to the negative thoughts, but you're also going to supply reinforcements and actual evidence that you're not good enough just because you're expecting way too much out of you. We need to understand that we're not cut out to do all of the things that we set out to do. As entrepreneurs, we're trying to do 100 roles when in reality, we're only experts at maybe two things. For example, I'm not very good at creating graphics or doing digital design, but I acknowledge that I'm not a graphic designer and then I move on. Because when I'm creating graphics as part of my content strategy, I know that this isn't going to be the thing that makes me money. I really try to let go of being a perfectionist about everything because in my head, I have these standards of what I want the graphic to look like, but my abilities would beg to differ and they can't meet that kind of standard. And so instead of spending hours and hours of constantly getting frustrated over creating this graphic, 
I simply acknowledge that I'm not a graphic designer and this is the best that I can do and it's time to move on. Because at the end of the day, this graphic isn't the thing that's going to make me money in my business. It's just something that's supporting my online presence. The things that make me money in my business are the things that I'm actually good at. Showing up online and providing value for my ideal clients, that's the things that are going to make me money. And so when I'm creating graphics, I tend to go for the, this is good enough. If you're a perfectionist like me and you're having a hard time confessing the things that you're not very good at, I would make a list of all of the things that you really enjoy doing in your business and all of the things that maybe take you a little bit longer to do or the things that you don't enjoy as much. The skills or the tasks that you really enjoy about your business are probably the things that you're really good at, whereas the things that take you a little bit longer or the things you don't really like that much, those are probably the things that you could stop trying to perfect and simply just adopt a it's good enough kind of attitude. And so those are the things that I've stopped doing that have really helped me become a more confident person, both in my business and in my life. You might think that being a confident person is a personality trait that we're either born with or we're not. If you are really struggling with your inner confidence and you want to become that super confident person that other people look up to, then I highly encourage that you try to adopt at least one of these tips and just see how it goes for you before trying to adopt all of them then I highly encourage you to stop doing one of the things that I mentioned and work on that for a little bit and just try to grow your confidence one day at a time. You just finished listening to an episode of the Confidence Creators Podcast. I really hope you found it valuable and you got some information that you can take away to start building a profitable business. If you like this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could take the time to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and share it with your friends on social media so this message can reach hundreds of other ambitious entrepreneurs. While you wait for the next episode, you can find me hanging out at shaniaclark.co on Instagram. Until then, thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode.